Welcome to the Change Your Latitude podcast. I'm your host, Pascal, a coach for conscious, creative, and unconventional entrepreneurs. In this space, we'll explore solutions to move through the blocks that can often keep us away from living our most creative life. You'll also hear stories from inspiring people just like you and how they were able to redesign their life and their business mindfully. I've created this podcast because we need more conscious leaders like you. Together, we'll help you unlearn old programming, ground into your truth, and take action confidently on what truly makes a difference. I'm really grateful that you're here. Let's dive right into this episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. As always, I'm grateful that you're here with me today and I'm very happy that you've decided to join today's conversation about fear of success. It's an important one. I think we can often focus on the strategies and the tactics and spend so much time on creating a plan to help us grow and then we often end up not taking action on that plan because growing feels uncomfortable and it feels scary. And before we get started, I just wanted to remind you that I'm currently offering a six-week coaching partnership to start in March or April only. I'll most likely be taking a few weeks off in May, and I wanted to offer you the opportunity to work together in a shorter version of Conscious Creators, which is my six-month coaching partnership. So I would love to meet you. You can book a discovery call on the link uh, in the show notes and also on my website, changerlatitude.co. I also offer a 90-minute workshop, which is called Focus and Flow for you at the moment, and I'll be taking applications to start the longer partnership starting in June. If you're joining just now, welcome. In this season of the podcast so far, we touched on perfectionism, procrastination, indecisiveness, the fear of commitment, uh, imposter syndrome, and how these blocks we face are just strategies that our brain creates to protect us from shame, guilt, rejection, judgment, but they often end up keeping us stuck. If you're an entrepreneur, you will realize at some point that it's much more of a personal growth journey than a business journey. It's a huge process of working around self-doubt and self-worth and self-acceptance And really accepting who we are and where we're at now can really offer us the opportunity to truly grow and master our craft or whatever we're doing instead of always being kind of deviated from her path because we're looking elsewhere. And when we learn to stay in our lane and to trust ourselves and to validate ourselves internally, we're finally able to grow as a creative and as a business owner. I would love to hear from you about some takeaways that you got from everything we've been talking about lately, and maybe something you've decided to change, and it can be super tiny. And the reason why I'm asking this right now is because we tend to accumulate a lot of knowledge and theory um, to feel a bit more secure, safe, but we end up not doing much with it. So I really want you to get into the habit of practicing and facing your fears and facing your shame 
of not being good or ready because that's the only way you're going to become good and ready. So I would encourage you this week to maybe create a post or an episode or an article and really owning your experience and owning your truth. So tune into this version of you who's confident about what they're sharing because what they're sharing is true, it's authentic, it's based on your experience. And then try to see how you can write uh, that post or that blog article or record that episode from your heart. And you don't have to share it with anyone, just see how it feels. Get into the habit of creating from that place and trusting yourself. All right, today's discussion is about our fear of success and our discomfort with growth. And as always, as you listen to the episode, a few questions you can keep in mind. The first one is, can you observe yourself self-sabotaging the closer you get to a goal? Also, what would happen if you did reach that goal? Would it mean that you would be more busy, more anxious? And finally, what's your personal definition of being a successful creative, a successful entrepreneur, artist, healer. So, fear of success. I became quite curious about this fear a few years ago because I would observe myself just getting into the same pattern of sabotaging my efforts the closer I would get to something that I wanted. And it wasn't really conscious at first, of course, but it just happened too many times uh, to not notice it. It would happen in business, it would happen also in relationships. So the closer I would get to something that I wanted, the closer I would get to a goal, I would get into a fight, I would not take action on something that would be very essential for the business, I would forget about something, or my favorite, I would have a whole new idea for a new business or a new project. And so... I decided to ask myself at some point, you know, what's going on here? (laughs) Am I afraid that I'm going to fail? And the more I would reflect on that question, the more I would realize that it was not so much about failing, even though, I mean, yes, of course, we are all afraid at some point that we're going to fail. But if I would be really, really honest with myself, I was more scared of success and growth and even sometimes being happy and not so much about uh, failure and I know a lot of you can relate to this and if you could relate to what I was sharing about perfectionism and procrastination earlier in the season well those are two strategies that we can use sometimes to avoid fear of success and fear of growth You know, maybe you find yourself changing the fonts on your website every week instead of doing the one thing that would actually make a difference. Maybe you're buying a new notebook or like fancy art supplies instead of finishing your painting or finishing the story that you're writing. Or maybe you just start feeling super anxious for no reason when everything's actually going well, but you start worrying about super random things. You know, sometimes we can unconsciously look for problems to fix where there's no problem to be fixed because this feeling of growing and up-leveling and success can be uncomfortable. 
I know for myself, I can get lost in the fonts and the colors of my website for hours until I catch myself in this loop and I'm like, okay, what's up? <laughs> so you're not alone in that. So let's take a look at what's underneath this avoidance. When we come up with a new idea or like useless tasks to just avoid what would make us grow, and the thing is, I just want to mention quickly, we're not afraid of success and growth or happiness, but we're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of uncertainty. We're afraid that things are going to change. And also, we're afraid that when things are going to change, we are going to lose control. And again here, we misinterpret safety with familiar. When we don't really know what this success or this growth or this happiness is going to look like, how it's going to impact our life, how it's going to impact us, we tend to want to stay safe in that familiar place. So again, it's just an illusion that our brain has, um, but where we're at now, we know how it feels. And so when we expand our comfort zone, we don't know how it's going to be and we misinterpret it as something that's unsafe. So for example, I used to get into a pattern of burning myself out the more I would grow my business because I knew what burnout felt like. I knew how to handle it or to control it, even though that's not true. It was more the burnout that was controlling me. And it just felt... Um, less scary and more safe than getting to the next level. We can come up with so many excuses not to grow and to succeed at something. Um, maybe for you it sounds like, I don't want it that bad. I don't need that much money. I don't want to become someone I'm not. I won't have time to do that if my business grows. And this is called an upper limit. And if you've read The Big Leap, you might know about it. But when we reach our limits in terms of what feels comfortable about growth or about success, that's basically what an upper limit is. So these thoughts that we have, these excuses and these stories that we come up with, these avoidance strategies are just a way to bring us back into this comfort zone, back into what feels comfortable and what feels safe. And again, this comfort zone is just an illusion because we misinterpret safety with familiar. It might not feel familiar right now to make more money in your business or to have this loving relationship, but it will never be if you don't reprogram some of those beliefs around success and around growth. So part of the solution around this fear of success and this fear of growth is expanding your comfort zone. And again, your comfort zone is an illusion. What's outside is not unsafe. It's just not as familiar yet. So part of that success, which is outside of your comfort zone, feels unsafe at the moment. That's all that is. And another part of this fear is about learning to trust ourselves as we expand that comfort zone, trusting ourselves that we'll be able to handle more clients, more money, or more love even, and that we can trust our ability to take the right action steps if ever it starts becoming something that we're not interested in. Another part of 
this solution is about self-worth, really believing that we do deserve the great things that are happening to us. So be curious about these three things. So the comfort zone, trusting yourself, deserving that success. What is it about this growth that makes me feel unsafe? Where am I not trusting myself enough? What do I feel I don't deserve? I would really encourage you to create a journaling session about those three questions. And I'm sure you're going to uncover a lot of clues to help you see more clearly what's underneath this fear of success for you specifically. And whatever you're going to uncover, whether it's about um, this growth being outside of your comfort zone, about not fully trusting yourself or how you're going to be able to handle the growth or that you may not think that you deserve it, just go slow with it. Take your time. Take tiny little steps. Just try to see how you can break it down into steps that you can easily manage. Try to see what's the tiniest little thing that you can do this week to expand your comfort zone or to trust yourself a little bit more. And same thing for self-worth. These are three simple questions, but they're difficult ones to answer because they basically they confront us to the truth and truth can sometimes slap you in the face. It takes a lot of courage to see it, to accept it, to reprogram those beliefs that no longer serve their purpose and those beliefs that you have once had a purpose, they kept you safe at certain times in your life, but now they're keeping you small. Being aware of it is the first step to really changing that belief you have about yourself. You know, um, in my case, part of my journey was to trust myself that I would be able to grow without working too much or burning out, that I would be able to understand and to respect where my limits are. Maybe you can relate to that too, you know, not trusting yourself that you are not going to burn out. And part of my work here was to become even more mindful of the messages that my body would send me and to stop ignoring it so that I could really, really see the limit and I could choose seeing the limit to set a boundary so that I could grow as an entrepreneur without burning out. So I would really encourage you today to be curious about what success means to you. And you might have heard that from me before on the podcast or if you're a client, but I feel it's just so important because we can get sidetracked by what society tells you, uh, what you see other people do. And it's just so important to be crystal clear on what growth and success means for you. So what it feels like, what it looks like. um, And also, what are some things that you associate with success right now? Just like the exercise we did um, with leadership in season two. So maybe unconsciously you associate successful or success with um, being greedy or being too busy or even with like health issues. So maybe the picture that you have in your head when I say successful entrepreneur or successful creative or successful healer or successful relationship, whatever that might be, it just doesn't match the type of success that you're looking for. So I would really invite you to seek new references of successful people that really do match what you want, 
So the image that you have in your head of a successful person and what it means matches the kind of success that you also want for your life. And it can look many different ways. For example, uh, I'm going to share in my case, I decided to really look for people that were living a slow life, that were traveling, that um, their business allowed them a lot of time to create art and read, or that it created a a lot of space for family. And I had to do that. I had to actively seek for those references of people that were successful with their business, but also had a very slow life and creative life. Because I used to associate success for an entrepreneur as being um, this girl boss with her pink office and a huge team and like group coaching program. And, you know, she's always on the phone and she's busy and she's super stressed out. And it's not what I want. It might be the definition of someone else, but for me, it just stressed me out. So, of course, unconsciously, her brain tries to kind of prevent you from going towards that. But if your image in your mind, when I say successful, is something that doesn't match what you want, in some way, it's kind of normal that you're brain creates that strategy and like I said of course when I saw myself realize who my business is is growing I would really self-sabotage unconsciously because I was not interested in that pink office with like 20 team members and my phone ringing all the time it was not my version of success so be curious here But start looking for those references again. And um, a question that I want to ask you, and it's something I've asked before in the podcast, uh, it's a question I had heard on another podcast, Bigger Than Big, with Ashley Gartland. And well, it's a good example here because she's one of my references because I know that she works like 15 hours a week and she has two kids, she has a lot of space and she has this very streamlined, focused Uh, business and she is not very present on social media she's like I don't know it's it was a very good example for me I have many other ones if ever you are also interested in a slower life and creating more space and having a creative living uh, feel free to reach out I can send you some references and some inspiration your way Um, but the question was What also needs to be true? And I think it's such a great question to help you set some boundaries here. And it can be used in many different uh, situations. But in this case, it's as I grow, this also needs to be true. You know, growth cannot happen at the expense of not having time for my art or not having my Sunday afternoon with my kids or um, getting sick and burning out. So set those boundaries. And it doesn't mean that you cannot grow past a point. It just means that this is going to stay uh, in your awareness and you're going to be able to catch whatever happens and and change it as you grow so that this growth and this success doesn't happen at the expense of your truth. So just to clarify a few solutions that we have discussed in this podcast, 
I would invite you to start paying attention to those avoidance patterns and strategies that you use to self-sabotage when you get closer to a goal. So start being aware of them and catching them and asking yourself what's the real fear underneath that. What's the real thing that you're avoiding? What would it mean to actually reach that goal and see what comes up? I would also invite you to create your own definition of success and seek for references that show you that it's possible to have the success as you are without sacrificing your truth. And also learn, and it's a process, but learn to be uncomfortable. We all go through growing pains, but really see how you can commit to what you want and commit to yourself and your truth and not your fears. And as you do that, as you become aware of your avoidance strategies, as you understand what's underneath, as you take action on what we've talked about today, be mindful of the block that may arise next, which is imposter syndrome. Because as you up-level, as you take action and you move forward on a goal, it's very likely that you're going to face imposter syndrome again, which is great because I just recorded an episode on the topic. So if you go back, that's what we talked about. So I guess it's going to be helpful once you do take action um, on what you're working on. And as we move through the season, I find it very uh, fascinating how they are all tied together and they all feed on each other. And I've paired some of them together, but I think we're going to we're going to observe and realize that we might have other relationships to to observe and to explore. So we'll see where that leads us. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. I truly hope this was helpful. And as always, I would love to hear from you. If you have any takeaways that you want to share with me, uh, feel free to do so. If this was helpful, feel free to share it with a friend that might need this conversation. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Change Your Latitude podcast. I'm really grateful that you're here and I would love to connect with you can find me at changeyourlatitude.co to learn more about my coaching partnerships and also book a free discovery call. That's also where you can sign up to join Letters to a Wildflower, my bi-weekly newsletter where I share business and mindset guidance and also journal prompts to help you navigate entrepreneurship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and with a friend that might need the conversation. I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or a rating on any podcast platform. It really helps the podcast grow and reach more people that might need this message. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you soon.